righty. How you doing? What's going on? It is Beer Club for Men Thursday. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis with you right here. KNSTAM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the toilet flushing sound that you don't hear but should hear is Kirsten Cinema's campaign. It should be flushed down the toilet after a story came out. CBS 5 in Phoenix. We'll get to this. Back in 07 as a legislator, she tried to protect people that were caught having sex with child prostitutes, claiming if they didn't know the person was under 18, I mean, if they couldn't tell, how can you really blame them in that aspect? It's just not fair. That's what she did. They try to make her look normal, but this stuff was going to come out. He knew it would. The video's on my page at KNST.com. Second thing that I think you need to know, and we'll get to this in just a second, just a second. Pima County, making our border weak again. They turned down, the supervisors, three of the dopes, turned down government money, grant money from the federal government to uh, to pay the sheriff's deputies in Pima County overtime, other law enforcement agencies to help enforce uh, border laws, to help basically secure the border, stop drug runners. They turned that down because they hate Trump. They've accepted it for 12 years. They turned it down. Now, Huckleberry, Chuck Huckleberry, may yank a permit that allows the Aravaca checkpoint for the Border Patrol. What's going on? We'll talk to Allie in just a second about that. Third thing, I think you need to know, man, oh man, oh man, Google, they got busted. Right after the Trump election win, they had a big meeting. They do it apparently, I guess, every Friday, who knows, and they all complained and whined about Trump winning, and there was crying, and there was group hugging, and they were offended by the win. All this stuff, it's all coming out. You can't trust Google at all. Three things I think you need to know. Now, let's talk about this situation. There was a memo that came out uh, from Chuck Huckleberry. I'm reading it. It's right. I have it right here in front of me. The Honorable Chairman and members of Pima County Board of Supervisors, renewal of right-of-way use permit for Department of Homeland Security, Customs, and Border Patrol for the Aravaca Road Checkpoint. What is going on with this? Pima County Supervisor Allie Miller joins us here on KNST. Allie, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, Garrett? Okay. So now that it's national news, we were in D.C. last week and telling everybody that we could, because it was all about illegal immigration, about how stupid uh, Supervisor Dick Elias is, uh, Sharon the Driver Bronson, the other supervisor, and uh, Ramon Valdez, uh, Valdez, Ramon Cito, Ramon Cito, 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 Cito. Uh, they, Where'd that come from, Roman I was told Cito? I was told by someone that knows him that that's apparently what you call people named Ramon when they're younger and he doesn't like it. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> the only nickname I've ever heard for him is, uh, and they have it on a poster in Rigos, which is the hub of the uh, Democrat, that's where they meet for lunch, is uh, Radar. Radar? Radar. Remember the uh, MASH? Oh, with the glasses? Yeah, well, uh, Again, I think it was time. because he was the errand boy for Dan Ekstrom. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's what they well called Well, then. <laughs> <laughs> so th- those three people, turn, they've turned down Stone Garden grant money, which they've accepted for 12 years. Yeah. Because they just hate Trump, and people were flabbergasted. And then Napier goes on Fox and Friends and outs him again nationally. Has there Before we get to the Aravaca thing... Has there been any fault that you heard of? Is anything, are they, you know, regretting it or not regretting it? Well, my phone started ringing as soon as that aired, uh, the Fox News interview with Mark Napier, about 5 o'clock yesterday morning. And people across the country, across the state, all over Pima County, Democrats are furious about this. I think it backfired on them. And if you, I, one thing I want to explain is that Ramon Valadez was the key in this. 
because he, he voted no, and it was either the last meeting in January or first meeting in February, he voted not to approve it. So then he made a motion to reconsider on February 20th. It was approved on February 20th, mm-hmm. and then it kept coming back and forth, back and forth. And, uh, and then on September 4th, he brings it back for re- reconsideration and votes with Sharon and Richard. And uh, I'm waiting for him to change it again. You know, come on, Ramon, let's do the right thing here. Um, but this is what went on with this, and people are screaming. People are furious. I got calls from folks in the city of Tucson who are under bombardment from drug addicts sitting outside of their businesses. Um, they can't get police help because, as you know, our police force in the city of Tucson is falling apart. And now they want to dismantle the Pima County Sheriff's Department and any cooperation they have with our national agencies, ICE, Border Patrol. And um, this is a, I, to me, this is sending up a red flag to our governor. He's got to come down here and take control and do something about this because we can't allow this to stand. Well, what can he do? Well, I think he's got a, what is it called, the Border Patrol Strike, strike force. force. Yeah. I think he needs to uh, step that up. He can't force these fools to uh, accept the uh, grant, but the one thing he can do is step up enforcement from the state level. And I think that needs to happen because we cannot allow them to dismantle our only protections um, for the people of this community. And we see what happens when you have an open border, when you have drug cartels getting the green light, hey, we no longer have uh, cooperative enforcement here. That means it's going to be much easier for the fentanyl, the heroin to come through Pima County, the drug traffickers, the the, uh, sex traffickers, on and on. And these people care more about having an open border than they do protecting the residents of this community. And that's what I heard loud and clear from people across the board. Didn't matter the party. People are furious. And now, you know, they're always talking about how we need to focus on economic development. How do you think this is playing across the country? Is this going to attract businesses to our community? I don't think so. Allie Miller's on KNST AM 790. She is a Pima County supervisor. I even heard that Tucson Police Chief Magnus was behind the scenes urging the supervisors to, to vote to accept the funds. Well, I hope so, and I'm not sure about that. He didn't contact me, but uh, certainly I hope he's putting pressure on him because I think anyone in law enforcement and understands that we need that cooperation. We have limited resources as it is. And, but is uh, it too late? Is it? I mean, they can't get that money now, can they? They turned it down. Is it going to go to somebody else? The letter has gone to the Department of Homeland Security, and from the, what I understand about the way these grants work, there are people knocking at the door saying, give me that money. I, I can use it. And uh, I doubt that we can go back and get that money now and, once you, you send the letter. But you have not heard anything from Valadez... Or no. anything that he might change. I don't think they're ever going to change their mind. No, no. It, it's just this was the third time he changed his mind. And, huh. and, you know, in my opinion, what's going on here, first of all, it's the resist uh, Donald Trump, the Trump mm-hmm. derangement syndrome, but also it is pandering to the progressives who are mounting uh, resistance to Sharon Bronson and Ramon Valadez. They come in and, and you can see the intimidation. Uh, from those people pressuring them, threatening recalls, and they're afraid of a challenge in 2020 from the left. We see it happening all over the country from the uh, far-left progressives, what they're doing to the moderate Democrats. 
And I think that Sharon Bronson and, and Ramon Valadez, this is my opinion only, I believe that's what they're afraid of. And so they're, they're collapsing to the pressure because Ramon likes to put himself out there as a big, strong supporter of law enforcement. Well, Ramon, you, your actions speak louder than your words. So I hope all of law enforcement lets him know exactly how they feel about this and that he needs to step up and stop collapsing to the political pressure from the uh, folks that come into the boardroom. And the ones that come in there, you know, they're coordinated. Richard calls them all to come in. Uh, We've seen the list. And they call them. He has his staff call them. They coordinate it. They come into the boardroom, and, and they threaten, and they intimidate. Uh, and, and threaten recalls. I, I heard it from one of the individuals there the last time I was there. And so they're starting to collapse to this pressure. And uh, quite frankly, it's time they step up and do the right thing. Allie Miller's on KNST AIM 790. By the way, you mentioned all that stuff. That I, I, you know, you think that they're being pushed by the, the big-time leftists that are showing up around the country. And there's, you know, they're very small in numbers, but they're very loud in how they speak. But I think also, before we get to the Aravaca checkpoint, um, it can't be forgotten, you know, give a lot of thanks to the Republicans that decided to help Sharon Bronson, the Democrat, the driver, yep. win uh, yep. because she won by, well, like 1,500 or 1,200 votes over Kim DeMarco. Yep, and, and this is what happens, and this is yeah. a warning to candidates. When these people come around with all this money, be careful what you tell them because uh, her campaign, in my opinion, what I saw, she got infiltrated and information was fed back to the Bronson campaign and Sharon Bronson barely won. And uh, uh, Kim DeMarco should have had that race if the Republicans had truly rallied behind her. But we find out after the fact that, you know, there were agreements being uh, signed on the American Airlines deal with uh, people during that same time that they were supposedly supporting Kim DeMarco. Um, and it just is really disheartening. It's time that the Republicans stop focusing on Republicans and focus on taking out these Democrats that are that are literally destroying our community with these decisions. So what's up with this, all of a sudden, this, this memo given out by Pima County Administrator Chuck Huckleberry? Well, uh, you know, here it is, yeah. uh, 12 years of accepting the Stone Garden grant. All of a sudden, this comes up as an issue, right? Democrat and Republican sheriffs, never an issue. Now, all of, all of a sudden, we get this memorandum from Chuck Huckleberry about this Aravaca checkpoint. And it says in there that it's been nine years since they have in, uh, inspected this. This agreement was signed back in, uh, I think it was August of 2009. And when I read through the agreement, the first thing I noticed in there is there's a new traffic control plan that's dated August 2018. The old plan's not there, the original agreement. He didn't include those documents. Is it the same? I don't know yet. I'm going to be checking into that. So. In that plan, is it something that the uh, you know they can comply with without spending a lot of money? And then one of the conditions in there it says Pima County may require permittee to remove, relocate, or place underground at permittee's sole expense any of their facilities that pre- present a potential hazard, et cetera. And that just raises a red flag to me. Why are we all of a sudden now looking at this checkpoint that we have not looked at in nine years? I, I didn't even know such an agreement existed because I've only been there six. Yeah, it says the last update of the permit occurred in 2009. Yes. 
So all of a sudden now they're like, oh, we got to check this whole area to find to make sure that nothing bad is happening. We're not liable for any kind of damages. Right. And, and there's all kinds of disclaimers and indemnification of Pima County in that agreement. But why is it suddenly an issue? And it really it, it just highlights that they are looking at this. And I hope that people come to the Pima County board meetings and start speaking out that they want their community protected. They want these uh, checkpoints to remain in place. The agreement right now expires August of 2019, and uh, they've renewed it, but they can go in at any time and if they're not in compliance with something. And Chuck has ordered these annual inspections now. Why weren't they there to begin with, you know, in the original agreement? And I don't know if he can enforce that. He didn't have it in the original. There was probably a clause in there, but it just raises a red flag because the same thing with the Stone Garden. Why are we suddenly looking at that? Forming a law enforcement committee with, and now it's up to three people have to be appointed by each supervisor. I don't know about you, but I don't want a committee dictating policy or, or for the sheriff's department. I think the sheriff should come up with the policies. I don't have a problem with input, but I think it's getting out of control. They added uh, a third member to the uh, committee, so we now have to appoint three people. And I don't know why we even elect supervisors. Everything is governed by a committee. Yeah. <laughs> what are people paying us for? Yeah, so un- unelected no people, unelected people are making the decisions for the people. Yes, yes. And, and this committee, I know uh, Mark, uh, Sheriff Napier has worked with them, but my personal opinion is the policy should be set by the sheriff's department, and there should not be this level of interference with the sheriff doing his job. Pima County Supervisor Allie Miller is on KNST AM790. So, I mean, is there a chance? I mean, what would happen if, if all of a sudden, I guess, somebody checks out this permit and they think something's wrong? They can literally, just, Pima County can tell Border Patrol, you can't have your checkpoint here anymore. Beat it. That's yep. it. Pima County, and it's, and it's, as you know, very subjective, and it's up to Pima County. And, and that condition that I was reading you, anything that interferes as determined by Pima County. So it's up to us to decide, are you interfering with something? Are you causing a problem? And if they don't comply, for example, if we want them to expend a, 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 a huge amount of money to put something underground that is currently above ground, uh, and we make that demand upon them, they will either have to comply or they will be removed. And I think it's pretty outrageous that this memo comes out right after they have denied the Stone Garden yeah. grant funding. So, I mean, has anything ever happened in the past few years, nine years, any incident, anything that should worry Pima County? Nothing that I am aware of. It isn't my district, but I have never, I don't recall anything in the last nine years, but... Uh, you know, this memo is very concerning why this is coming out right now. And I know the people on that, you know, we have the ACLU participating in that committee. And all of these people, they don't want border enforcement. I mean, they're real clear about that. They want open borders. These people that come into the board uh, room. And we put the videos up so people can see the ki- the kinds of comments and the arguments being made against uh allowing uh, the, the grant to be accepted. And these people are, they're, like you said, they're very loud. There's probably 50 to 100 of them that come through the board meetings, and they're very loud, and uh, they're not representative of the community as evidenced by the phone calls I, and emails that I was getting yesterday. 
And uh, this is something that the uh, Board of Supervisors, I think it backfired on them because they only listen to the people that come into the room. That's, That's what insane. they're hearing. That's insane. And again, so every Tuesday, every other Tuesday, every other Tuesday it's, is your meeting, right? uh, We meet twice a month now. Yeah. We used to meet three times a month, but they changed it. So we meet twice a month and we do have a board meeting uh, next uh, Tuesday, September 18th. Okay. Yep. Man, this can you imagine what Homeland Security is thinking right now after all of a sudden Pima County rejects a million bucks? Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden they get a letter, you know what, hey, we may kick you out of here too from having a border checkpoint. They got to yeah. sit back and think, who are these crazy people down in Pima County, Arizona? Right, and and it is sending a really bad message across the country that, you know, if, it, this, is, this is the kind of activity that is going on on our border supervisors, and we're starting to look a lot like California. And uh, people don't want that. That's no. why people are moving out of California. But this effort, I, I have to tell people, this is going to continue. And unless people start contacting the Board of Supervisors, if you can't make a meeting, please make a phone call or send an email and demand that they keep this checkpoint in place and demand that they start accepting these grant funds. I know we're out this year. I don't know what will happen next year. Um, it's real unfortunate that this, this, uh, happened and I don't know how the, the, uh, grant, uh, awards actually work. If you reject it one year, are you out of the picture for a certain period of time? I'm not sure yet. I will be checking into that, but, uh, yeah, this obstruct and resist Trump derangement syndrome, uh, is, it, it, it's, it's the movement has, yeah. it, it's, we've got to get people, uh, motivated to come out and and start speaking out against them, and you know, start calling out our elected officials and the people running for office. Ann Kirkpatrick, Tom O'Halloran, where are they? We know where Grijalva is. He wrote a memo into the board in February demanding that we don't accept those monies. So you know, start calling O'Halloran, start calling Ann Kirkpatrick, and say. Why aren't you contacting the Board of Supervisors and demanding that they accept these funds? You know what's funny? You know, why isn't Leah Marquez-Peterson, who's the Republican, alleged, yes. of course, why isn't she opening her mouth? She's open borders. Yeah. But, you know, why doesn't she say something? Why isn't Martha McSally saying anything, that this is ludicrous? She's such a friggin' border hawk. Yeah, they should be speaking out. I can tell you Wendy Rogers put out a press release, and she's demanding... Uh, that they uh, that the three board supervisors resign. So uh, you know we've got to get pe- more politicians activated on this. They yeah. represent our area, and they need to start speaking out. So yeah. I'm I'm hoping that more people you know start sending in letters to the community, and I'm looking forward to our elected officials as well as our candidates. I want to hear what they have to say. I'd love to hear from. Uh, uh, Martha McSally. She actually is representing us here in CD2. I'd love to hear from her. I'd love to hear from Leah. Um, we need people to start speaking out and standing up because if we allow them to transform our community by eliminating all the protections that we have, which aren't a lot, but, uh, you know, end of the day, we have to protect our community or we're going to turn into a real mess. And city of Tucson, uh, the gentleman that called me had a business. He has a business down there, and what he told me is, you know, I'm just struggling to make ends meet. I can't go to a board of supervisor meeting, and this is what they depend on: is that you can't make it in. But he did send a, a letter in yesterday. He he really, uh, you know, let him have it. So we need more people in the community to start standing up. What's interesting, until it came out on Fox News, I was hearing from no one. It just shows me the local media is doing a really poor job Mm -hmm. 
the you know people don't or or they're not reading the newspapers, not listening to the local uh, evening news, that kind of thing. But when it came out on Fox News, that's when I started hearing from people. There you go. Well, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's incredible stuff. I mean, it was a crazy story. We did it last week when we were live in D.C. Yeah, we had sheriff. I mean, it's just it it's just nuts, man. It's just nuts. Well, Allie, uh, you are more than welcome to come to the beer club for men meeting tonight, even though you're a woman. And be, maybe people want to talk <laughs> I to you. Do, I will not be massaging your feet. That's okay. That's okay. We'll let that we'll let that one go. We'll let that one go. Uh, but you're more than welcome to come out, and uh, people want to talk to you. They can. If you can't, I get it. But uh, it's a huge issue here. And thank you so much for the time this morning. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, Garrett. You got to take care, Allie Miller, Pima County Supervisor. Uh, by the way, uh, I got there's an email. I saw this. Jeff Flake took the Senate floor. Jeff Flake's still around. Uh, Jeff Flake, and I have a Jeff Flake story to share tonight, Mr. Rollins. Jeff Flake called on Republican leadership to speak out against President Trump's attempts to politicize the Department of Justice. Wait, what? 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 Jeff, we're under siege here, down here, man, but you don't give a crap. Friggin' moron. Wait till I tell you the Jeff Flake story later tonight, Mr. Rollins. 729, we'll continue. It's KNST.